but I would say be easy on yourself. And that that and that might sound odd coming from someone who's started a business, has has a growing business, and also works full time, and is a parent, and is a husband. But I have found that self compassion is probably one of the it's like the secret key to life that that no one told me about until I was like in my mid thirties. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on leadership, management, and coaching. When we think of leadership, management, and coaching, we often think of doing all of the things, but often it's a person that's able to build up their team, that's able to cultivate a creative and innovative culture so that people can excel and actually be their own leaders. So that's why this month we're focusing on those three big topics because they make a huge impact on the organizations that we're part of. Now, you'll hear some of those topics this month, and of course, some really great perspectives on how people are even defining leadership, which I think is extremely exciting. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kayvon Tucker of Consciously. Kayvon, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, thank you. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. Definitely. Super excited to have you on. Happy to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Kayvon so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Kayvon is the CEO and, co and founder of Consciously, a purpose-driven executive and leadership coaching firm. Kayvon is also a professionally trained leadership and leadership development expert, and he has spent a third of his life dedicated to leaders, teams, and organizations learn, adapt, and transform. His favorite tagline is all I know is how to help people grow. And he has helped leaders at Netflix and Amazon adapt to hyper growth and tremendous scale through experiential learning and coaching. Today, he heads up manager and leadership development for Google's staffing organization, designed experiential learning and coaching leaders as they help Google grow. Kayvon also holds a master's in industrial and organization philosophy and is a certified professional co-active coach. Kayvon, Great to have you on the show and hear about all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, happy to, man. Let's get into it. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, my CEO story, I, I like to tell people that it was born out of a very, very difficult time. I was early in my career, maybe five, six years into my career as a learning and development professional. And one day I woke up and I was miserable. I realized that the work that I was doing wasn't really all that purposeful. It wasn't really meaningful. And I got in away from what I got into this line of work uh, to do, which is to support people and connect with people. And so I went on my own little journey to reconnect with what my purpose is and explore what my purpose is. And I landed on coaching. 
And I went into a coaching course looking for something that would feel a little bit more meaningful and purposeful for me. And I walked out feeling like I had found my life purpose. And so at that point, I knew that coaching was going to be something that I was going to do. And maybe a month later, I had founded consciously with my wife and said, hey, you know what, regardless of what goes on in my day job, I know that I need to coach. And so this is going to be the channel for me to do that. It's been a whirlwind. And so now coaching is a much more larger part of my life and consciously is growing, I'd say rather rapidly, not tremendously rapid, but it's growing. And in that whole journey, I've also woven in this manager and leadership development aspect. So if you think about my background in industrial organizational psychology, the whole goal of us is to help organizations thrive and help people work better together. And when you think about how to do that in organizations, focusing on the manager community has been, I think, the greatest revelation of my career. I think they're one of the most important segments of an organization when you want to create change, sustainable change. And so helping managers be better managers and be better leaders, as well as coaching them to do so, is kind of where I've landed. So that's that's a little bit of my story in a, in a nutshell. Nice. I definitely appreciate you for, for sharing that. And the quote that was coming to my mind when you were talking about sometimes it was a frustrating path that how everything came about was like, it's always dark. It's sometimes darkest before dawn. I think so many times when we go through those frustration, frustrating moments, sometimes if we just explore, see what kind of can come out the end of the tunnel, sometimes it's our greatest purpose and the thing that we ultimately should be doing like it was in your case. Absolutely, man. I look back now at that time as a gift. It was like a message saying, hey, you're not doing what you're here to do, what you're supposed to be here. You're not spending your time in the ways in which you want. There's more for you out there. So for me, it was a a note of opportunity for me to go look. And unfortunately, I found coaching and I found manager and leadership development. And then I used consciously as the channel to do that work. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more about this channel that you're using. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you work with your clients and and how that manifests itself? Yeah. um, The number one way I work with my clients is one-on-one. So I consider myself a leadership and executive development coach. And what that looks like is usually I meet with them one-on-one, 50 to 60 minutes biweekly. I do have some one-on-one arrangements that are weekly. That's like you're a leader and you like really want to grow very rapidly, then we might do a weekly thing. And in that 50 to 60 minutes, we do a number of things. One, we center on what we're going to talk about, like what that leader wants to grow or what their challenge is. Then we spend about 80% of the time just exploring that topic, going really deep, um, getting in touch with what parts of themselves they want to develop. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What do they imagine the results would be like? So do some visualization. We do lots of different things within this 50, 60 minutes. And then the last 20, 20 or of the time we spend or 10% of the time we spend landing on, you know, an action. So it's not, it's never just, Hey, we're going to get together and talk about some fun, cool stuff. For me, coaching is a big part of coaching is action. What are we going to do after we've done all this exploration or what do you want to do? And whatever we come up with, it should be in service of that client's agenda or that client's want for their leadership development or for their executive development or just for their life. So yeah, just a little bit of finding the topic, exploring the topic, and then doing some action to further further development around that topic. I wanted to um, ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel that's your part of makes you unique? Um, 
I'd say a couple of things. One is it's my journey. Like many other people, I bring a lot of personal and professional experience into my coaching. So there are a lot of coaches out there and a lot more coaches are getting certified and have that as well. But what makes me different from someone who just found out about coaching last year and then got certified all of a sudden is that my whole career has been dedicated to helping people learn and grow. I have two degrees in psychology. Uh, so I really understand human behavior. Um, I really understand learning. That's been my whole career. And I bring that into my coaching. So I do a little bit of education around learning and development. I do some education around sustainable behavior change that other coaches just can't because they don't have that background. Um, so that's one aspect is just my professional. And then there's my personal drive towards helping people find and fulfill their purpose consciously is founded and rooted on that. And I think that personal purpose and leadership purpose are like the most important things for people to achieve whatever they want to achieve. And it's our personal philosophy at consciously that everyone's purpose is somehow tied to helping themselves and helping others do good for the world. And so I center all of my coaching around that. And it's just been my experience that when you start asking questions on it, what's important to you? What, what is your purpose? And you get someone to land on a purpose statement. It almost, I mean, say hundred percent of the time it has something to do with helping other people. And so I, I, I love to center leaders around that because I think if you can center more and more CEOs around finding and fulfilling the purpose, which ultimately is connected to elevating the, our species, then we can all do really, really great work together. So that's, those are a couple of things that make me a little bit different from other coaches. I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, it's, I knew this question was coming and, and I know you're wanting something that might be a little bit different, but I don't, and I honestly, I, I've listened to your podcast a little bit. So I know that this isn't all that unique and I, it's the honest truth is really owning your mornings. I am religious about how I design my mornings and how I adhere to my mornings. And I'm one of those people who like serve themselves. So it's meditation, it's writing, it's exercise, it's eating good food. I do all the things that are supremely important to sustaining me and sustaining my energy before I do anything else. A new father. So some of that stuff is not the same as it was before I became a dad. Uh, so I'm getting some of that stuff back, but my mornings are, I'm, I'm religious about them. So like I said, I do 15 minutes of um, writing before I go to the gym and I always go to the gym and then I come back and I shower and then I do 15 minutes of meditation, depending on the day. I make sure I eat a good solid breakfast and then I start my day. And something, some combination of that is, has been life-changing for me when it comes to being able to sustain the work that I'm doing. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So you might've already touched on this, but this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, that's a good one. This might seem a little different, but I would say be easy on yourself. Uh, and that and that might sound odd coming from someone who's started a business, has, has a growing business, and also works full-time and is a parent and is a husband. But I have found that self-compassion is probably one of the, it's like the secret key to life that, that no one told me about until I was like in my mid-30s. Yeah, be easy on yourself. If you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business, you're, you're already an ambitious person. And so you can lean on that ambition. Don't forget it, but also don't forget that beating yourself up to achieve more and grow faster is actually not going to get you there. And I know it seems a little counterintuitive for folks, and it was counterintuitive for me for years to think that being gentler and kinder to myself would actually help me achieve more. 
But after years of practicing that myself and helping other leaders practice self-compassion, it's been proven that being gentler and actually can help pave the way for you to achieve more and grow faster. Um, so I would say if, if you want a, a secret golden key that most people aren't talking about for entrepreneurs or business owners, self-compassion will change your life. And if you ever want to talk about that, feel free to contact me because I love to talk about self-compassion. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you for sharing that. It's so funny because this past year I was saying my word after the pandemic and everything was giving yourself grace because I think so many times we can beat ourselves up, but I love that self-compassion word, word even more because I think that so many times we forget and working and wanting to get to a certain level will beat ourselves up because we're not at that level. And we could take that energy um, and put it in a positive, more positive way, or we could put that energy towards whatever solution we're trying to solve, but beating ourselves up is not going to necessarily move that needle forward. So we have to understand that and give ourselves that self-compassion. Yeah, absolutely. I think grace is a form of self-compassion. Mm -hmm. um, so I would have to 100% agree with you. I think grace is a beautiful thing. If you can give yourself that, you give yourself space to breathe and space to grow. When you're down on yourself, you're working with limited uh, room. So when you breathe self-compassion and, and space into your environment, you give yourself room to meet the challenges that you want to meet. And it's also just a more enjoyable experience than, than being mean to yourself. So there's that too. Yeah, absolutely. I think I saw something on, I don't know if it was on um, Instagram or something where it was along the lines that a lot of times if we write down what we tell ourselves, we wouldn't want to hang around that person, but yet we tell ourselves that on a regular basis. So to check what we're saying to ourselves and give ourselves that self-compassion is something that is good because it'll make us want to be around ourselves as well too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we need, especially if, if we have businesses that depend on us, it's important for us to to be kind to ourselves. And then that's, this is a leadership thing too. So like if you're mean to yourself, like how do you think you're acting to other people? And if you're a leader who lacks self-compassion, what does that mean for the culture that you're creating in your organization, right? And that's the conversation that I love to have with leaders. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely appreciate you for holding space to do that. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Kayvon, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think being a CEO is the same as being a change agent in society. I think if you're a CEO, you're leading the way in some meaningful way, some material way. So it doesn't mean making a whole lot of money. It doesn't mean that you have to have a whole bunch of employees. I think being a CEO means you are leading the way and, and you're responsible for the change that you want to create. And then you might have people under, you might have hundreds, tens, thousands, kind of depends on where you're at, but you are leading the way. And, and it's important for, for you to, to own that and then build the team that's going to support this change that you want to create. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, the most beautiful things about entrepreneurship is a lot of times like an opportunity or something not being done or something not being fulfilled and you want to create that change. So I love that change agent piece because I think so many times when we take ownership of that and we start to take the actions, of course, create the space so that we are actually evaluating that and know our purpose as you do so well, it creates that forward momentum that can truly create that change that we hope to see in our organizations and our businesses and in our lives. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. Awesome. Okay, Von, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah. Um, first, thank you very much for this time. I'm happy to share a little bit more about what's important to me and the work that I'm doing at Consciously. Uh, if you want to find me, the best way to find me is to look me up on Kayvon Tucker on LinkedIn, 
or you can find me on Instagram, which is at consciously underscore Kayvon is another way to find me. You can also go to consciously.one or consciously one, which is my website. You can find more information there or reach out to us if you would like to work together. But yeah, for me, I just want to say thank you. And for anyone out there who's listening, if you're thinking about doing something big or becoming a CEO or already CEO, or you have an idea for society, I would encourage you to think about what is your purpose. I mean, if you don't have an answer for that, then I'd say start to look for that answer. And I, I just think this is the most important work that we can be doing as CEOs, as um, entrepreneurs, is figuring out what is our purpose here and then using our businesses as channels to achieve that purpose. Mm, that's extremely powerful. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But the, so powerful just to remind ourselves of, you know, the power that we have within to be change agents, as we talked about, and how we can use our businesses as a channel, as the conduits to make that happen. But it really takes and goes to a different level when we are aligned with our purpose and what that looks like and how we can create space for us to evaluate that. So thank you so much for taking some time out. Thank you so much for the work you do. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.